Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. I am back today with my friend, Matthew McDill, and we're talking about sibling relationships. And this has been such a good conversation already. If you listened on Monday, you know, I keep jumping the gun and asking questions. He's like, we're going to get to that. We're going to answer that. But I have so many questions because we have two siblings in our home and we sometimes have conflict and sometimes we don't. You know what? Sometimes my kids get along great and they love each other and they play together and they goof off and and they build that relationship. But then there's other times where they're just at each other's throats. And I'm like, oh dear, how do I help them through this? And so as as their mom, um, it is so important to me that they learn to love each other and that they go into their adult lives loving one another and with a deep love and respect for each other, like Matthew talked about, just having that respect for one another. And, um, and, and I have learned that that typically does not happen by accident. It is a very intentional thing that we as parents have to help our children develop. Um, not always, but I would say the majority of the time, we really need to help them work through these issues as kids. So we're going to talk more about that today. But before we do, I want to say thank you again to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. If you guys want help managing your homeschool day on a day-to-day basis, BJU Press has a new homeschool hub that can dramatically simplify things for you. I've been on there and it is fantastic. You can see your child's workload. You can document their grades. um, You can modify their schedules. There's so many different things that you can do with this new homeschool hub that they have. So if you guys want more information on that, check it out. Go to, um, let's see, the website is bjupresshomeschool.com. And you can check out their homeschool hub through that website, bjupresshomeschool.com. Well, Matthew, thank you for coming back with me again today. Um, you you told me in the last episode on Monday that we were going to talk today about setting basic rules of engagement. And mm-hmm. I, I'm a very practical, like I want the list. I yeah. want <laughs> okay. the very practical list of here's, here's what to do. And I know there's no perfect formula for any family or any child but it really does help to have some very practical wisdom and knowing, okay, when a conflict arises, here is some actions I can take to help right. prevent that. So how do you do this in your family? So yeah, I love lists too. And I'm going to give you a list today. <laughs> um, and and just for those people who are worried about lists, somehow they're afraid of them. You know, I, I think just to just to move right off what we left with last time, and that is the most important thing is that we're depending on Christ yeah. and that we're teaching our children to, to know Christ and depend on Christ. I mean, that's, this is a spiritual endeavor and we're talking about discipleship. So anyway, yeah. um, that's, that's the important part. But when we're, when we're thinking about the sibling relationships and when they go wrong, then there's fighting. And one of the very worst parts of that is yelling. I remember times where oh, yeah. I, would, I would come downstairs and I would hear one of the kids just like, not just yelling, but like raging. They're like in this rage screaming. I think <laughs> their heads are just going to pop off their bodies. I just thought, what is going on? And um, the funny thing is, as soon as I walked in, <laughs> he stopped <laughs> immediately <laughs> because he knew he was breaking the rules of engagement. I mean, yeah. And, <laughs> and so he thought he was getting away with it before I walked in. So anyway, the, the most important thing just to bring some peace to the house and to help them deal with each other is to establish these three rules. One is no yelling. Two is no violence. And three is no manipulation. So these are the three Mm. that I really focus on. And these don't solve all the problems, but they solve the way we handle problems. Okay. So we're, 
we're going to have conflict. Something's going to go wrong. But the question is, how are we going to handle it? And how are we going to teach them to deal with each other? And how are we going to have a peaceful home? And so um, number one is no yelling. And by the way, I have to say right there, our house, our home is very loud. I can imagine. We are a very loud (laughs) family. We are laughing loud. We're talking loud. So I just want to say, I'm not talking about general volume because we can be very happy loud. But what I mean is mad loud. Anger, yelling. Yeah, that's right. And so, so basically that's one thing that if you have conflict and you're upset, yelling is a completely not allowed form Mm -hmm. of expressing that. Violence is, is interestingly similar in the sense that we have lots of wrestling and lots of mm-hmm. physical stuff because we have four boys. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and sometimes the girls get in on it too. And so, again, I'm not talking about that when I talk about sure. violence. You know, I'm talking about when you're, you're talking angry. About hitting, kicking, biting, right. scratching. When you yeah. are angry and you do any kind of violence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, much more subtle... And sometimes it's easier to get away with it is this manipulation thing. Yeah. Um, And this is, you know, you hear little kids, you know, I'm never going to talk to you again. (laughs) And of course, that's ridiculous. But still, it's an attempt at I'm never going to play with you again, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Or they get older and they learn spiritual manipulation. No, Jesus wants you to do this or that or whatever. (laughs) Um, Or there's manipulation like, well, if if you do this, I'm going to go break your stuff. Or I'm going to go find Mm -hmm. your journal and read it. Or I'm going to, you know, it's just like threatening. And so all manipulation is out of uh, the rules of engagement that cannot happen. And so... What's important is that these rules are established no matter what the other problems are mm-hmm. so, that, so that I prioritize that. If I hear yelling, if I hear manipulation, if I see the violence or whatever, that's what gets dealt with. If someone broke something or stole something or said something you know, inappropriate or mean or whatever, that's secondary. We'll get to it. Sure. But first, the yelling's going to stop. The violence is going to stop. And the manipulation is going to stop. So they know yeah. those are the higher crimes you know, in the house yeah. that, that we're going to have problems, but we're going to deal with them in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's take those one at a time. Let's talk first about yelling. Mm-hmm. If you've got kids, because you got some kids who are much louder right. than other kids, of course, you've got a kid who's just loud and just instinctively they get angry and just the yelling comes out. How do you help that child to learn to use self-control and not yell and scream when they're in that fit of rage? Right. One of the things to do that is similar to how we handle whining is it never works. You, mm-hmm. We have to make sure that it never works. If it even, you know, it depends on how bad the actual problem is, right? Sure. But if some if if a sibling hurt the other person or did something in some way and then that one yells then the yelling person doesn't even get to bring their issue to the table hmm. so the yelling per- you know it's like well they lose yeah it's like the only person in trouble here is the one who's yelling yeah and so when they realize it never works it's mm-hmm. never going to accomplish it it's just a very practical point of view 
And of course, then there's just discipleship, you know, like you said, yeah. it is self-control and that's a fruit of the spirit. And yeah. that's when we're not submitted to the spirit. And at some point right. as they grow, you can have those conversations. It's like, you know, that's a moment where you're going to have to learn that there's a space between your thought and your mouth. And that space needs to grow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because there's no, and that's what we call this, you know, self-control. The space grows yeah. and you're able to say, oh, this is how I feel. This is my problem. And I'm not going to yell. And sometimes they have to be sidelined, you know, okay, you're, take a break. You're out. You're out of the conversation, out of the game, out of the situation, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it depends on the age of the child too, because you might have a three-year-old who, I mean, they're just learning. They're just yeah. figuring out That's right. how to communicate, how to get what they want, yeah. right? Oftentimes how to manipulate. I mean, it is shocking to me yeah. how little kids can start manipulating yeah, their parents and their siblings and their grandparents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we actually were t joking about this a couple days ago when Brooklyn, my oldest, was probably four. She might've been four. She might've even been three. My sister had bought um, a gift for my cousin's daughter. And Brooklyn went to my sister's house and she saw this gift and she's like, it was a nightgown. And she was like, I sure wish I had a nightgown like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? And of course, my sister, being the auntie that she yeah. is who wants to make her niece happy, was like, oh, oh well, you <coughs> can course. have this one. You know? <laughs> and Brooklyn still says, I remember you were so upset with me because I manipulated my way into getting it. She said, I knew what I was doing. And yeah. I said, absolutely, you yeah, did. So, horrible. you know, they, they're smart. I mean, <laughs> kids are so smart. Um, but it's that funny age when they're those, that toddler age growing into you know, kids yeah. um, where they're smart enough to know how to do it, but not quite smart enough to know how to have that self-control. Yeah. <laughs> so that's right. that's, that can be tough. And that's where the tantrums come in too. I mean, that that's a hard age, you know, for a lot of kids. So absolutely. Um, but that's super, that is a really smart way to deal with yelling. I, I not, I had not ever thought about doing it that way. Um, but that's fantastic. So we're, I want to talk about um, the violence end of it too, but let's take a break first. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing and providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Matthew. Um, let's talk about when our kids, you, you said one of your, your rules is no violence. Um, and again, starting when our kids are pretty young, they can sometimes learn to get their way or manipulate or just bully through 
all forms of violence. I mean, they, they sometimes bite or they hit or they kick or whatever uh-huh. it is that they do. And so how do you help guide your kids through learning to communicate in a way that is not violent with each other? You know, and I, I thought of just now a very mild form of it. And that is when you just grab something from someone. Oh, yeah. You know, and that happens so much. It's like you just grab it. Yeah. Whatever that is, or the remote control, the toy, the, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and and that's that's a violent act, you know, in the sense that you, sure. you can't, and, and you can't grab someone and make them do something or push them out of the way, even if so you're not hitting them, but there's just these little subtle forms of, um, and that's not respectful and that's not gentle. Sure. And, um, and, and I'll go, I'll just go ahead and jump to a very simple principle that applies to all of these, which is the golden rule. And you just mm-hmm. ask them, do you like it when people grab stuff out of your hands? Yeah. Do you like it when people push you? You know, and they, do you like it when people yell at you? And you help them understand like, oh, I don't like that at all. That's horrible. Right. You know, I, I don't like being treated that way. And it's, it's such a simple way that Jesus gave us to help understand, yeah. oh, I don't want to treat someone that way because mm-hmm. I don't want to be treated that way. And yeah. so, you know, that, that also uh, applies to the violence part. But um, anyway, I think it can be dealt with in the same way as yelling in the sense that it never works. Who, whoever is violent, whoever's being physical mm-hmm. is, is the one who loses. <laughs> that, yeah. That's the person who's in trouble in the room. Even if the yeah. other person legitimately did something wrong, mm-hmm. that, that issue doesn't get to be brought to the table. Because yeah. they took it into their hands and they violated the rules of engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. It's so interesting because when you think about all of these things, you know, you think about the yelling and the violence and the manipulation and, and all sibling conflict, all conflict, it all comes back to selfishness, really. Like we, I want my way and I don't want you to have your way if my way is more important to me than That's whatever right. it is that you want. I mean, Every, at every, that's, that's the core of every fight, yeah. right? Um, that's right. Is I just, my way is more important. I'm more important than you. I'm right. higher than you are. And I'm going to put my needs before your needs. And uh, instead Let's, of trying to reverse that and getting our kids to understand, like, yeah. no, we need to serve one another and love one another more than ourselves. Um, and a couple of great, but naturally. sorry, a, no, a that's couple okay. of great verses on that. You know, I think of James 4 where it says, where do wars and fights come from among you? So it's asking yeah. that question. Well, it comes from your desires for pleasure that war in your members. Yep. Um, and then we know in 1 Corinthians 13 that Paul says that love does not insist on its own way. Right. And so you're exactly right. And we help them understand you're just fighting for yourself. It's, yeah. and, and God, Jesus calls us to love and put others first. And so, of course, you know, and, and, like I mentioned before, Ephesians 4, 2, you know, those are the kind of verses that you can memorize as a family and talk about as a family and set. Why are we doing this? Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Yeah. Just one simple verse. Even the little tiny kids can learn that, you know, but this is how we act. And this is what, this is what our goal is. This is what we're trying to accomplish, you know? Yeah. 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 Have you ever done the first Corinthians 13 um, 
passage where you substitute your name. Yeah. I've done this with my girls, of course, and I've done it with them too many times. I haven't done it in a long time, but you know, when they were younger and they would just roll their eyes like mom and yeah. you know, okay, Brooklyn is patient. Brooklyn is kind. Yeah. Brooklyn does not envy, you know, and, um, but it, it's so powerful when you do that yeah. and put your name in place of love yeah. and like, okay, if you're really going to love one another as siblings, you are to be loving and patient and kind and display the fruit of the spirit. And I, I'm, but it's a process. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a process with us too. And yeah, I was going to um, say it's tough because then they're going to say, put your name in mom, you know, put your name right, in right. dad. Like, oh, no, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm teaching you the lesson. <laughs> One other thing as yeah. you mentioned though, is that what we, is, is helping them realize that whatever the issue is, whatever their problem is, it's not as important as that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's not as important as my relationship to that person. Yep. So that when they see that people are the, the value, the highest value, and loving them is more important than this little thing or that little thing that's really just selfish, that person, yeah. that's who I need to see, the person that God has put in my life. Yeah, yeah. I love so much that you said that. And it's it's funny because these things are coming back to me from when my girls were younger. It, it's such an it's such an interesting dynamic of changing as a parent when, you know, I've got two, I've got a 12-year-old, a so she's essentially a teen, you know, preteen, I guess if you want to call her, and a 17-year-old. So we're in those teen years, and it's very different than parenting young children. But when they were younger, and, and this principle doesn't change at all, like you're saying, but when they were younger, I remember they would fight over a toy and I would say that exact same thing to them. I would say, you know, what's more important, your sister or your toy? Your relationship with your sister is more important mm -hmm. than the toy. Right. And just that very practical way of them thinking through, oh yeah, okay, I guess. And of course they would always say, my sister, you know, and then hand him the toy reluctantly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it is important to teach them, you know, humans are more valuable than yep, things That's right. by far. So um, let's talk about manipulation. Okay. <laughs> let's talk. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to ask a question there specifically? <laughs> well, I think uh, as, as you were saying in, in your examples, it's just more sneaky um, uh -huh. and you don't hear yelling i mean like you hear yelling and you hear fighting but you don't necessarily hear the manipulation that's going on to me it feels more icky and sinister it's just like <laughs> you know it's it's just and and as you said some people are great at it and some people don't aren't mm -hmm. don't really know how to do it um yeah. <laughs> but it but it has to be clearly identified because it's a fuzzy yeah. line sometimes and people have a hard time realizing wow, that's really, you're really manipulating somebody. And, and one of the things is to identify the motive. What are you trying to accomplish? Because if you're trying mm -hmm. to accomplish your agenda by saying this or that, then, then we start moving into manipulation. So the actual motive, you know, is a part of it. Because, you know, the fact mm -hmm. is when we say, well, if you don't do this, I'm going to spank you. Well, why is that not mm -hmm. manipulation? You know I mean? Because it's... Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's it's because what, what we're asking someone to do is right and it's good for them and we are have authority to give natural we have authority to give consequences but mm -hmm. that's not the case for siblings you know and so anyway you, you have to explain that and clarify that and help them see why it's selfish um and and try to root it out and 
The other thing is to teach our children to not be able to be manipulated. That's what my dad taught me. He said, you know, you can't have any handles on you or they can grab you and irritate you or threaten you or scare you to do something that you know you shouldn't do. You have to be free and say, well, they may be manipulating me, but I'm not going to let that bother me. You know, Right, right. Really quickly on this topic of manipulation, I'm thinking about tattling because I know that that's a way that oftentimes siblings can manipulate one another. You know, if you don't do this, I'm going to tell mom and dad that you did such and such, you know, and it could be something they did last month, you know, but they hold it over their heads. And, um, and so how do you deal with tattling in your family and not even just in the sense of manipulation, but in general, do you allow your kids to tattle on each other or how do you handle that? Well, once again, you have set us up for the next question. Okay. Oh, so uh, we're going to leave the cliffhanger. And we're going to talk about this yeah, tomorrow. And so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And so the Perfect. issue here is what we're doing is taking away all the bad forms uh-huh. of dealing with conflict. And then next time we're going to say, how, what is the right way to deal with conflict? And the reality yeah. is there is an appropriate time to bring the parents in. Yeah. Um, we want to reduce tattling, but there is the right time. And so how do we set that up? And that's what we'll yeah. talk about next time. Okay. Well, that's perfect timing because we are out of time. Right. So we'll come back tomorrow. We're going to talk about tattling and, and, and how to just help our kids succeed in their relationships with their siblings. So Matthew, one more time for those who might've missed it in the first episode, where can people find you, your website, your book, um, and all that you have going on? Uh, truthtofreedom.org. The book is Loving God, a Practical Handbook for Discipleship. And that's also on Amazon. All right. We'll put links to that in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you back here tomorrow. If you've not left a review for the podcast, please go do that. Um, That really, really helps other people to find out about the podcast. And we always are blessed to read your reviews and know just how and why this podcast is a blessing to you. So leave a a review and a rating um, wherever you can. Thank you. Have a great afternoon. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.